You are listening to the Halftime Stuff. Now here are your hosts, Brett and Curtis. And Ty. <laughs> Ain't nothing like fucking up the intro, right boys? <laughs> what is going on world? We are the Halftime Subs. We are coming off the bench, coming into the game, and coming into your sports lives. You can hear us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. You can hit us up on the Twitter machine, Facebook, and Instagram, all at the Halftime Subs. We are back. The fat-ass Oreo is coming into your ears. I got Curtis to my left, Ty to my right, and we want to give a quick shout-out to Terramana and Proper 12. Because while we sitting here talking to y'all, we sitting, we getting litten. What up, boys? <laughs> Just sipping. And getting litten. Sipping, litten, <laughs> sipping, and sitting, and litten. <laughs> Whatever. Guys, if we fade off here at the about 20-minute mark, don't hate us. Hate the game. Anyways, Conor McGregor, he's the one that hated. <laughs> yeah, hate Conor, hate The Rock, you guys just fucking everybody up. Guys, what a wild, wild week, right? And I'm not even talking NFL, I'm talking about the fucking college game. I thought Alabama was going to lose. College, <laughs> I mean, Alabama did lose. <laughs> In a sense. Yeah, somewhat. In a sense, think about it. They won, but they still lost. They got to play Georgia now, so that's like yeah, a loss. That's, that's like a loss, because I, I don't know, that's... that's they they average what is it six point seven points a game now from defensive side. I'm like your defense has to be unstoppable to average that. They haven't. Georgia's defense I seen today hadn't given up more than sixteen points in a game all year. No, that, is, all. Wild, that, is, that is wild, wild. Um, but not even just that. The games and championship weekend, which we're about to talk about here in a second, the money that is getting thrown around, the coaching carousel that is that is taking place. College this football. is getting insane. The crybabies in Oklahoma. That's right. I'm calling y'all out, you hypocrites. Oh, Transfer yeah. portal going crazy. Transfer portal is insane. So this is where I want to kick off the show. So the coaching carousel, it, it went started going batshit crazy a few days ago, and it's just continued. Um, first off, with the new hires, you got Lincoln Riley, Ditching Oklahoma like just a bad ex-girlfriend for USC. Then you got uh, Napier coming to Florida. And Brian Kelly in a two-minute text message. That was that was very... Bro, two-minute text message going to LSU. That threw me Am I surprised Brian Kelly left as a Notre Dame fan? Not really. Am I surprised it went down like that to go to LSU? Yeah. Yeah, really fucking shocked, actually. I, I'm just glad Mel Tur- uh, Tucker is staying in Michigan. So, um, yeah, he signs his big contract. Hold on, wait, yeah, hold on. He signs his big contract, then got waxed immediately. Is that not hilarious, though? This is kind of funny. Ooh. Mel Tucker. No, he just signed it. Oh, it was just yeah, a it rumor was, of it? it? Was, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, I thought he signed it, too. I was like, damn, bro, you signed, he signed it. a contract, got smacked, and then got bro, waxed. Say, they said it happened earlier this week. So, so okay. all right, so you got people... Upset with Lincoln Riley. I think Lincoln Riley made a great move. USC is a premier program. His resume speaks for itself. It is. The resume is great. No, it's a great hire for USC. But Lincoln Riley can turn a program around almost instantly. And if you noticed, there was a lot of decommitments the past couple days, you know, or like past 24 hours roughly. Where do you think they're going to go? Either USC. <laughs> <laughs> USC, you might as well. Um, another thing with that is, though, is it's brilliance. This is a brilliant move 
by a brilliant coach. Mm-hmm. Now, I say that because Oklahoma dumped the Big 12 like an ugly girlfriend to jump to the SEC. More money, more everything. Lincoln Riley saw that. He's not stupid. Do I want to go up consistently against Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Jimbo Fisher? We literally can run the gauntlet right now. Or do I want to go against UCLA, Cal, Oregon's pretty good. Utah's got a pretty good program. But that's that's it. Yeah, You're going against like Colorado and stuff like that. So it's a brilliant move. Yeah. And you re- you rebuild USC to the days like it was with Pete Carroll. Dude, that guy's never going to pay for a meal, a, a soda, a beer, you know, his USC wife's Louis Legends. Vuitton bag, like nothing. Hey, name a staple center. Yeah, yeah, man. Like he's going to take over he's going to take over LA. So it's a great, brilliant move by him. Um, and he gets a chance to rebuild a premier, you know, it's, it's a pre, it is it's a premier brand in I college mean, he, football. He does look good in that, uh, that yellow and red when he came off that jet. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as the Oklahoma fans, yep, here we go. <laughs> okay, don't spare no feelings for them. Nope, just go ahead and start drinking, they, guys. So here it comes. Yeah, they might as well, they might as well <laughs> so, let it go. How are y'all going to be upset at Lincoln Riley for leaving y'all for USC? For one, he's making more money. Can't be upset about that. But number two, y'all just did the same thing to the Big 12. In like a 24-hour time period, y'all went from, oh, Big 12, Big 12, to 24 hours later, y'all were seeing dollar signs from the SEC, and y'all immediately left. So he did the same thing y'all did. But y'all are cool going to the SEC. The problem is now y'all aren't cool no more because y'all are going to look like Texas in the Big 12, but only in the SEC now. See, Texas eventually will rebuild. And Oklahoma will rebuild, too. It's a good program. Not as fast as Texas. Not, I don't, I think, but here's the thing. Your first year, now we don't know what the schedules are going to look like. We don't know what the conferences are going to look like. But the possibility in your first year, let's say at Oklahoma, playing Alabama, Auburn, Texas A&M, <laughs> Georgia. Arkansas. Well, I don't know about Arkansas. Yes, but Arkansas is okay. There, there's an iffy. Old Miss. Like, that's just on one side of the conference, you know what I'm saying, besides Georgia. Like, there is a really good shot that you're going to run into about four of those teams, and then not to mention Florida, Tennessee's improving, Kentucky's really improving. Yeah. You're telling me you want to play that? Hell nah, you don't want to play that. You want to go. You want to pick your poison. You want to go play UCLA. That's what you want to go do. Yeah, like I, I mean, I don't. It's just what it is. So you can't, as a fan, you can't be upset about what he did because y'all just did the same thing, mm-hmm. same thing. But y'all gonna be upset at this, do you hypocrites? Y'all need to chill out. I love you, Oklahoma. However, when they're part of the Jordan brand. Chill out. Cool. It is cool. <laughs> chill out. Jordan y'all brand. gave us some really cool things. So y'all gave us DeMarco Murray. You know, as a Cowboy fan, obviously I show my love for that. But you got to chill out, guys. You did the same thing. You're just butthurt right now. It's just <laughs> what it is. It's a, now, on to the next butthurt Shit. people. UCF. This one's closer to home, so I know I'm about to hit some feelings with this one. Oh God. We are very heavily listened to here in Central Florida and Orlando. However, UCF fans, y'all are continually to show me why y'all are such a small program. And y'all will never be considered one of the big boys here in Florida. But they were the national champions a couple years ago. They have signs for it. Yeah, now they're the national complainers. So the transfer portal went nuts. Oh, yeah. And Dylan Gabriel is leaving. He's out of there. Yeah, he's taking off. Probably one of your best recruits you've ever had. 
he's leaving to better himself, to give him a better opportunity at a better, bigger school that gives him an actual chance to compete, not only for a national or for a conference championship and a national championship, but to probably increase his draft position. It's a business. We we saw we saw rewards, everything. Yeah, like we saw how well we saw how well you know staying at UCF helped Blake Bortles. We saw how well that went. What like great. yeah, he did his great at UCF. Good, but if he would have had those numbers at a bigger school, right? But my point is, he goes to Jacksonville and he was terrible. Like we, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, it just <laughs> doesn't work out. No, no, so, he, he just got signed on because Aaron Rodgers hurt his toe. That was, the only that was such a COVID joke. Toe, right? That was the stupidest oh. thing ever, COVID toe. He has COVID and toe. COVID toe, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, but anyways, and I, I, I'm i on here seeing people on the radio and seeing people in y'all's Orlando surrounding area talking about, we don't wish him well. We don't wish him well in his future endeavors. Why? Wow. They don't want why? the man to prosper. The kid's wow. like 19 years old. Like, why are you wishing ill will on a kid who's trying to do something to better himself? Because that's what, in the end, this is what this is about. It's not about your your fandom. It's not about that. It's about what is best for him, his career, his family, himself moving forward. So he's going to have a better chance at more money in these, these uh, NIL deals. He's going to have a chance at a bigger program to do something with himself. Y'all just brag that y'all gave him the first chance. That's all y'all need to do. Yeah, just like brag it, that you gave him the first yeah, chance. Yeah, just brag like, about it. But don't don't come over here wishing ill will because all that does is just show not only how small a fan base you are, but how small of a program y'all are. Yeah. Y'all think y'all are big time? If you're thinking like that, you ain't big time. When Florida had Tebow and Cam Newton and all that stuff, and Cam Newton would have been the starter after Tebow, you didn't hear no one complaining when Cam Newton left. We didn't hear none of us crying. Like, oh, we could have had Cam. You didn't hear that? Because Florida, we realized we're a big enough program, we should be able to bring someone in. Now, did we? No, we did not. But. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing with the Jalen Hurts situation. But it is. When Jalen left. When Jalen. Yeah. You didn't hear Alabama complaining. You didn't hear any of that. They started the next guy. Right. But that's what you do at big programs. That's what. And that's what these fan bases of these big programs realize is there is a next man up. The reason why UCF's upset is because there is no next man up. They weren't good this year. What makes you think they're going to be good next year? They actually, um, I don't know too much about it. I just, I skimmed across it. It was, it was kind of sad. Uh, one of their players passed Yeah, away. the Otis guy. Yeah, that was Yeah, his, his dad killed him. I was like, wow, that's a wild story. Yeah, he's like 22 yeah. or something yeah, like that. Real sad. Uh, Rest in peace to him. Yeah, that's um, However, the UCF football program, y'all just continually to show how small y'all are. So Please. get out of here. Get off these gator nuts. Um... <laughs> Wow. Yep. Brian Kelly to LSU. How do you like that move, guys? Um, Winning his coach I, in Notre Dame history. Right. It's crazy because, like you were telling me before we started, <coughs> Notre Excuse Dame me. is literally, what, two, maybe three games away from being in the second seed. Just like, I, don't, I don't know. See, that top four is going to be weird. Like, and that's what I'm saying. They could a, possibly they go could. from six if, to two. Okay, so and let's, it's just let's, a situation. All right, so let's make sure we reference this in jump. case no one has seen this. Prior to hearing this, Georgia was one, obviously. Michigan was two. Alabama was three. Cincinnati was four. Oklahoma State was five. Notre Dame was six. Um, Alabama loses. Oklahoma State wins. They go in. Here's the reality. Michigan lost their mind in that emotional win. And it's just like I told Rams fans after week three, calm yourself down. 
Um, we still have us worked out for you since. Um, yeah, this is Iowa. <laughs> I but but Iowa can play defense. They can control the ball. And they love they love top ten teams. And they do. They love eating they up the top, top ten, 10 teams. teams. So Michigan better be on the lookout. There's a reason that number that Vegas came out with originally is starting to slowly go down. For all you degenerates out there. There, there was some there was waste. There was too <laughs> much on the line against Ohio State. So, like literally. Like Harbaugh's job was probably on the line if they would have lost again. But again, they rushed the field. The players didn't have to do anything until like Monday afternoon. They need to chill out. Man, they I didn't mean, win. They didn't win nothing. Here's Harbaugh the thing. Two, Ohio zero. Yeah, but see, <laughs> hold on. Here's the thing. When they beat Ohio State, in reality, they didn't win nothing. Because no, the didn't. championship game is this weekend. Yeah. And that game gets you in the playoff. That's when you start winning something. That's and y'all are rushing the field right now. Y'all ain't won nothing. So, you can keep that in mind. So, I would put them on upset alert. Right. Uh, I think Cincinnati we're probably still, ro- We're still the big brother. Cincinnati probably rolls Houston. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably. Houston, Houston, Houston is good. Houston is back, good. Yeah. They can score. But um, I, I probably get rolled. Um, UTEP is Alabama probably gets throttled by Georgia. Um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna watch that game though because I really, I really do want. Well, yeah, see it's the SEC what championship. Is, that's do. to be honest. That really is the big boy game of the yeah, weekend. Yeah, like I want to see. And then Bryce you got against that Oklahoma State versus Baylor. Here's where I'm hoping happens though, especially as a Notre Dame fan. I want. It's so hard for me to say this. I'm just a stutter. <laughs> I want Georgia to beat Alabama. Okay. Then I want Michigan to lose. Okay. Oklahoma State to lose, okay, and Cincinnati to lose. See, but that's I was watching college and game, and that, that will was a create insanity. That will listen. I watch, when I watch college game day, they had like six different scenarios that can literally happen mm-hmm. just off of this one weekend, and mm-hmm. I was like, bro, like I didn't I didn't go into depth of thinking about it, but I was like. Oh shit, Georgia and Alabama, like they're they're in the top. Somebody's you know, going. Six. But see, here's the thing: if Alabama them. wins, Georgia's still going to the playoffs. They're going, yeah. So nothing changes. Um, hello, train. Right. Um, Good old. Father. I uh, I just I really want that. I want that craziness. I want that that what in the hell. And yeah. that's what I'm saying with Notre, Notre Dame. If they get that Cinderella story of we lost our head coach. We lost this, we lost right, that, and now right. we're the number two seed, and we have a chance to is, win it all. But is Brian Kelly going to finish out the no, season? No, he's already gone. He's no, gone. he's gone. Yo, he's in LSU. He yeah. was shaking hands with the president today. Oh, wow. That's, on the so Paul, that's what I'm saying. It's on the Paul Feinbaum show at like 4.30. Like, wow, that's wild. Like, he was very literally shaking hands with the president of university already. See, and then I didn't see Brian Kelly going to LSU has shocked me the most with this coaching carousel. This train of, driving me fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, hey, you know how many times we listen to the train a day? I know. <laughs> but I don't notice it until it's in my headphones. Because now I have the headphones on, so the mic has to pick it up, obviously, right? And it's like, wah, in my ear. To where if I do this, I don't really hear it as bad. I put this on, you know what I'm saying? I can hear the, the two mice having sex in the wall or something, dude. It's just so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's amplified up in here. Um, yeah, dude, he left with a chance that with his team possibly getting a chance to play in the college football playoff. Right. And that is insane to me. Now, with that being said, there's got to be a replacement. And I think there's only a couple that make sense. Um, 
first off, uh, the Marcus uh, Freeman. Uh-huh. Yeah, Marcus Freeman. He's a defensive uh, coordinator. Uh, Brian Kelly. Now, here is an issue I'm about to have with Brian Kelly. I don't care that he went to LSU. I, I can get past all that. That doesn't bother me. You decided to try to take a chance and better yourself. I'm cool with it, even as a fan. Here's yeah. my issue. Cool You're situation. already poaching our recruiting board. Got an issue with that. The other issue I have is you've already trying to take, you know, the coordinators and stuff like that. You're already trying to rip them away and deplete the staff. So then there's going to be, like, nobody left to coach, whether it's the bowl game or in the playoff. That's my issue. That's my only issue. Now, I get it, but it's still a dick move. I don't give a fuck you left for LSU and you're already out. Don't care. Okay. He's in it. Florida's going to throttle him. He's going to sit by by week six next year. He's going to go, what in the hell have I done? Because see, at LSU, it's not going to be like at Notre Dame where Notre Dame will forgive you for a loss or two. We will. LSU, bro, you get thumped one of the first couple weeks, it's on. Like, it's absolutely, you're going to hear it. So, like, hi, sir. Thank you for coming. But we <coughs> I kind of I want, I'm excited for the coaching, you know, the carousel going on right now. I kind of really want the playoff to expand to like eight teams. Well, they so say they're going see. to, so we'll see. But see, then I then I see uh, the the FCS uh, and their their whole bracket. I'm like, they ain't doing that. I don't I don't know. Why. No, they're not doing that. I think yeah, we're gonna. I think wild. they're. I think they're going either eight or tw- eight or twelve. I actually, I'm cool with the eight team. Yeah, I'm cool with the eight. I don't like, think we need to go to twelve. I think top twelve, cool. you start getting a little watered yeah, you, down. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need to see the random. Yeah, you like, the random year where like Liberty University makes it to number eleven or something. <laughs> like I don't see that's the, I don't I need don't that. Know, I don't know how it feels. Like you really got to work your way. And like, do you want? Do you really? Do you really want to watch like schools like say Houston versus a school like Georgia this year? Do we really want to watch that? No. It depends on the year. No, I mean you don't. Like even the year UCF supposedly won the national title. Did you really want to see like that UCF team versus this Georgia team? No. Like you really no. don't. Like but I don't know. I deceive, but then it's just like I want it because he have a chance. Think about that year and imagine them playing Alabama, which was the top team. Right. That year. They would have got the living shit, shit beating. Beat yeah, like it's just. Was it Jalen? Jalen was still quarterback then, right? I, yeah, I think it was. No, it was Tua. Tua. No, because that was had, what Jalen was gone three, four years ago, no, wasn't it? I thought Jalen no, was gone. I don't. I think that was Jalen's year Alabama. actually. It was yeah. They lost. Either way, Jalen or Tua, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Again, is, I think Jalen, yeah. Tua, Mac and Cheesy don't matter. Don't matter. You get you getting swayed anyway. <laughs> they played a seventy on that ass. <laughs> anyway, so Marcus Freeman, I think is a is a logical, but I think Josh Heupel and Fickle from Cincinnati, Heupel from Tennessee, Crystal Ball from Oregon. Is a name that keeps getting brought up, but I just don't know if he's going to leave Oregon. I don't think he's going to leave Oregon. But he could. He could. Did you see their cleats? Um, and Campbell from Iowa State. I I like the the Campbell from Iowa State guy. Um, but I'm I'm actually here for either Freeman, Heupel, or Fickle. I think it's one of those three, and I don't really think there's any other reason to go. I don't want Fickle to leave Cincinnati. Or, originally, yeah, but he's going to. He's too good of a coach. Originally, the Urban Meyer was like a huge Urban. Urban Meyer was like, oh, I don't want to go back to recruiting. Yeah. And then my thing is like. Do we really want him coming back anyways? Like, like he's he already got hose up up right, in the north there. Like, you know, we don't need no more issues. Campus. 
You know, next thing you know, he's dancing with like. like at least he can have a hose in the NFL. Yeah, he can't do that. He can't do that on campus. Like, is that a student? Like, it's weird. It's weird. You don't want that pressure. Is that a student? Is that a student? You don't want that pressure. So with championship weekend coming this weekend, do we see what do you what do we think the biggest chance for an upset is? Is it Michigan Iowa? Uh, that to me. Or would it be Houston over Cincy? Would it be the the Oklahoma State and Baylor, would I got it be like five different was it Oregon? Out. Who's Oregon playing again? I forgot already. I don't remember. Hold on. I um yeah, someone pull that up because I don't remember who's Oregon's playing anymore. That's how good the, the Pac twelve is. You don't okay, even remember. Oregon is playing Utah. Okay. Which Utah smacked Oregon a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they did. So they could do that shit again. They, they could, they got, but uh, it's different. They got Utah at like home that. Utah at home is very different than Utah. Away or at a neutral and it's site. A neutral site. Yeah. Which is so. Know, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm gonna watch Utah for the next mm-hmm. coming years. They got a uh, Lake Gibson's right. And then there. you got the ACC. You got Wake Forest and Pitt. Yeah. Which that's a garbage championship game. That it's weird because it's like you're so used to seeing Clemson. It's like they just disappeared. Well. And then yeah, they really did. It's like Thanos came and snapped. It's like fingers. what happened to Miami when they came to the ACC. Thanos snapped and they've disappeared since then. Well, I mean, you know, we said. <laughs> I, I, I've been come to the. We were from the fire another coach and find another coach. We yep. get a new coach every season almost. I mean. At least y'all have the money to pay the buyouts. Or, right. You know, something. Gotta make know. some money somewhere. If Houston beat Cincinnati, that'd be wild. I just feel like something in me is like I was gonna. They're just gonna do something to that Michigan blue. They're gonna ruin something. Is it because of your hatred for them you feel that way, or is no? It... Honestly, I really don't. Like I, wa- I find like I watched, uh, I watched the game last week. You know the the big game, the big that, one that is between big game. That is. Uh, Michigan and Ohio State. I watched that. My uncle's a Ohio State fan, so I, yeah. I usually will watch. But his ass was chapped. Yeah, Tyreek knows my. He knows where he's at. You know, feelings yeah. are hurt. His ass was literally chapped. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh, Literally. Wait, what's up with his uncle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's he's, up? He's an Ohio State fan. I, call, I talked to him last week. He called me. He called me just to oh. just talk a little smack about you know them and them Michigan State. But he could he could talk smack there at the time over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Click call. Anyway, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's why it's chaps. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you hear this, buddy, I hope your hard times going well. <laughs> um. Anyways, off that subject. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not but, bringing this I mean, one down. It's Ohio State of Michigan. I did. I honestly, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really care who was gonna win. I was actually like happy that there was an actual game where both sides were trying to fight their way through it. Like it, was really it wasn't a one. It wasn't a one-sided game. It sure bro. did. Yeah, like it was, it would look pretty one sided. Look okay, at the stats. Listen, if Michigan is yeah, that, yeah, like, that is true. But the past couple years, bro, look it's at Buffalo and Indiana. Yeah, but the Snap past few years, yeah, but the past few years though, you got to think the Ohio State has absolutely owned Michigan. Owned Michigan, years. bro. Like that's why I'm like, okay, hey, they finally got a chance, but they're the big house, bro. Like if you're not in the big house, bro, you don't have a chance. So, anyways, who do we think? Who are we gonna take for as an upset? Who's our upset pick, guys? Who are we going with? I'm gonna I be, will. I'm going you reckless. I'm, I'm I'm gonna be reckless, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna say that uh, I was. I'm gonna stick with Georgia. Georgia staying. Number one. Put. They're gonna stay put. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody beats them. This I year. think I think this week 
we might hear some more talk about Fickle and coaches. And I think schools. Fickle probably goes another name. And I really Fickle, do. It's either Fickle, gonna be him or Freeman. I actually I think are really where it's at. And if that either one of those two fall apart, I think it goes to Hypo. See, I think if can Fickle, one of y'all please come to Miami? We need somebody. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, y'all can like y'all can have like Ed Reed or somebody down there. Oh God. Hmm. Wow, it's not a bad what about thing. like Ray Lewis? He's on the Crown Royal. Oh, did you see Ray Lewis? He's at the Ravens game. Don't Why don't you have Warren Sapp as the next coach? I wouldn't mind Warren Sapp. I actually like Warren actually, Sapp. Actually, I, I have, have the best idea ever. Him. Since we're all drinking, t- since the Terramon is in the house, right. The Rock. He didn't even play. But he yes, did he play did. for Miami. I know, but he didn't play. Yes, he, he, yes did. he did play. But he didn't really play. Like, yes, he did. Yes, he really, really played. He has stats. Like, how do you not know he your barely own... barely had stats. He has stats. That means he played. That means he played. How much stats you got at Miami? Right. I wouldn't practice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I caught an interception at practice. Yes. And he owns Carol. the XFL, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he he's does. like, he hey. Does. And the USFL is back. The bandits are over there in Tampa. You yeah. Yeah. I have to hook up with them or something. You know? I call for Dwayne The Rock Johnson to be the next head coach of the University of Miami. We're gonna start something with that. Everybody, a hashtag. We're gonna we're gonna make that a hashtag. Kids on the bench getting lit on Terramana. Oh, <laughs> oh, and they're in Miami. That's perfect. While wearing that gang chain, bro. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. That's the most Miami like shit that. ever. Oh, it really God. is. It's sad because I can see all of this happening. It's just so it sad. Is. With like a boombox on his shoulder, wearing the fanny pack, with a bottle of tequila in the other hand. When they win, they're going to have Ed Reed in the locker room. Wearing the turnover chain. You know, like Georgia, when they won, they had Quavo in the locker room. They're going to have Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Wait, who, who had what? So, Georgia won, uh-huh. and they had Quavo in the in the locker room. Quavo was a rapper uh-huh. for the rap group. The I thought he said, okay, so I heard what you were saying, but I thought you said they had queso in the locker room. I was like, damn, they got they on nacho cheese after the game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God. I mean, hell, if you, got, if you win, you got to celebrate that. Ball. Boy, them, them belly gotta issues was real. You got to get the scoops. So you get Anyways, I agree. I think it's Iowa. Um, I said Iowa, I think Houston. maybe Houston. Yeah, that's, yeah see, Iowa, that's Houston. where I come to, if Fickle keeps getting brought up, which you know the quarterback's going to leave because he stayed for his senior year last year, um, if I am right, which I think he did. He's on his way out. Then At this point, I just honestly think Cincinnati's not going to – Houston's going to spoil it for him. There you go. Like, it's just no more said at that point. Way to jump on the gravy train. All right, next. All right. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and not only spend 30 minutes talking about that. Now, I do want to do a Week 12 Rewind. Let's just do a quick recap of what we saw, um, which really, nothing too shocking, right? It was... No, yes, yes, there like is I don't, something shocking. What was so shocking? I was sitting at my house Thanksgiving morning with my mom, watching the fucking Lions. There it went. And then they lost by another day. Here's the Rewind. <laughs> I lost my field goal again. <laughs> Button just goes as, as it wants to go. <laughs> so here's the thing that I think is the most interesting thing that I saw coming out of week 12, not coming into week 13. There's been 35 games won by 22 points or more. Jesus. Which is the most since 1970. Underdogs, however... That's like this. Underdogs through week 12... This is the best record since 19-something. It was like 1970-something as well. It's like the merger. <laughs> Underdogs are 71-106, and 106, which is just over a 400 percentage. Um, 
they're winning at a higher clip than they have since the 70s. Pretty wild. There's also been 25 games won on the final drive this year so far. Yeah. Which is also another record. Um, So those are pretty interesting. Now, from Week 12, now we're going to 13, just so we're all up to date on these, uh, where everybody stands. In the NFC, you got the Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, 49ers, and Washington. Now, Washington, the Vikings, Atlanta, and New Orleans all have the same record. However, Washington is a tiebreaker. They're all 5-6. and six. The Eagles and the Panthers are both 5-7. and seven. The Panthers are on the verge of probably losing the rest of their games. They have a really tough schedule the rest of the way. Um, so that's on the NFC side. On the AFC side... It's looking okay. You got the Ravens, the Pats, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Bungles, the Bills, and then the Chargers. The Bills are to the point where they're actually in danger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, the know. Chargers. Uh, and then the Colts and Browns are kind of just hanging around. So what I want to do is, after looking at that, let's look at some of these NFC teams really quick going into this week. Oh, we got a hot take coming? Browns don't make it. Baker has to find another. Team. That's not a hot take. That's, 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 <laughs> a, that's, a, cold, that's a common <laughs> sense. Like, of Cleveland, it is a hot I don't take. think it is anymore. Cleveland's actually cutting to come after him some. It's so um, weird. Like, uh, so the Cardinals are 9-2. and two. They are legit, but they need to get healthy. Pretty much yeah, right. That's, that summarize them. But see, I think this time where everybody's out, they're going to get healthy, and it's going to be later in the season when they actually need them. All right. Packers are 9-3. and three. They have the easiest schedule among the playoff teams going into the next final few weeks. Um, and they look pretty good, actually. Yeah. Like I really think the Packers are actually for real. Yeah, I, I said that. Like, they're real, I real. I said that at the beginning of the year. Like, I think they were going to be for real. You was on the bandwagon with us. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I wasn't, I wasn't. I was on a train by my damn self before you came. By your damn self. I was like, hey. So was Jonathan Packers, Taylor. He Packers, was on that train. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Bucks rode that bitch all oh, the way mean, around. You mean Leonard Fournette? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh, JT who? JT what? Yeah. Um, poor Chance. His feelings were so hurt. Oh, no, I, I was excited. About, I had enough right. for that. In. I don't care about Chance or Bucks. Right. Bucks. Bucks are eight and three. Uh, they are starting to gain traction. They got to get healthy. They have got to get healthy. In fact, the Bucks and Cowboys. I feel like the exact same way. You just got to get healthy. You Between think AB's gonna come back? Yeah. What? <laughs> so there's a split. Why? Right okay, why? That, why is he not coming back? Fake COVID test. He's never coming back. I seen that. He that's stupid. That was that. Card. No, hold on. Let's go ahead. He does right, stupid let's, things. Let's go into this Rick Stroud. So not to point any fingers at who came up with that dumbass report. That okay. So the guy that came out with that, he's a writer in Tampa, and this is what happened. I'm I'm telling you, this is what happened. AB owed that man some money. That man got upset and decided, you know what? I'll try to throw his name under the bus or something. Just to get like the publicity or whatever. To get him to say, yeah. hey, shut up and pay me type deal. So he probably went to ESPN. ESPN's like, nah, we're good. He went to like, Fox. NFL and Fox, nah, we're good. He probably went to CBS Sports. Nah, we're good. Oh, I'll run it by one of these dumbass Tampa reporters. They'll run anything. And that's what he did. He released that that article with zero way to research that whatsoever. There's no way to prove it. There's that's zero way to research wondering. it. See, There's zero way to look into it. it. And you're talking about the Bucks and the NFL both have his card. 
You're telling me the Bucks and the NFL both missed that? I'm like, what are we talking about right now? So that's the issue I have. So he ran that very irresponsibly. So I know some of you media people in Tampa hear this. So you know, however y'all feel about it, y'all can feel Honestly, about it. Honestly, we don't care. No, I don't. I do care. Oh, Rick I Stroud, I, I think, is pretty good. <laughs> However, he ran a story without being able to justify it. And what he needs to do, if it comes back out, because now it's starting to look more and more, because even the Bucks are now saying, like, this is not true at all. And if this is the case, this is where my problem, like, with media in general comes in. They're not held responsible for that dumb shit. We say dumb stuff on here. We do it, though, out of, out of joking around, mm-hmm. out of just, you know... It's just having, fun. just having fun. This is how we talk to one another talking sports. We talk to y'all the same way. Yeah. And he didn't do that. Uh, he, took he, that ran, he, took he, he ran a report that got published everywhere that cannot be proven. Yeah, just like this COVID toe thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a point, too. Aaron Rodgers was like, you know what? I'll throw my whole damn foot up on the table. And that's the problem with the media. That's the problem with the Tampa media. Yeah, and this, is, this, this is an issue we're having right now is the media is not being held accountable for themselves. So he's not being held accountable for some dumbass article he wrote. And he should be. I think the Bucks should even let him back in the building the rest of the year. Like, that is how garbage that is. You are their actual reporter. He reports on the buck. This is his only job. You gotta hate from outside the club. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. Go stand on the corner while your girlfriend dance with the other bay. Yeah. You know what Look I'm saying? The Get the fuck out of here. And to the next topic. Yeah. So, anyways, got my rant for that one. Um, Cowboys, same thing. They got the COVID issue. They need to get healthy really bad. Everybody needs to relax on them, though. Because when they have been at full strength this year, they have crushed people. Uh, Rams, they got a get-right game versus the Jaguars this week. However, the rest of that team and the rest of the year for them, I don't don't know, man. I think the 49ers jump them. (coughs) And they run in, I think they have like the 20, or I forgot what it was. I forgot now. They have one of the toughest schedules remaining, though. Mm-hmm. Outside the Jags. Like, the rest of the year, their schedule blows. Um, Poor Jags. Poor 49ers, Jags. they're starting to figure it out. But Debo got hurt, so hopefully it doesn't hinder them too bad. But they are starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Washington, is a, I, I, I don't have anything to say about that. But really, like, why why is this happening? Why are they the football team? <laughs> yeah, like, why do you have this terrible get, name? Get why are y'all here? Football? Like, There's just a football team playing football. Like, I'd rather see them over in New Orleans because I hate New Orleans, but... Oh no! We, no, we smacked no. that on Thanksgiving. All right, <laughs> AFC uh, Ravens—they're finding ways to win. But that's about all I have to say because they're like scratching at the gates. They like, are. please, you, honestly, that's give what I'm saying. Did you win. see the way Miles Garrett and and uh, Jadavian Clowney looked at Lamar? Like they both had a shot on him on uh-huh. one play, and they just looked at each other like, "Bro, fuck it, bro." Yeah. Like, at this point, I don't know what to do. Like he literally got out of both tackles. Stood back and just threw the ball, and it was a touchdown. And I was just standing there like, Mark Andrews caught that? Like, it, it was wild to see, but it's like, bro, what can you say, But bro? you got to give it to Mark Andrews, too, because Mark Andrews has been on spot. He's been on top of his game bro, he's the for the top, last six He's the weeks. top receiver for Lamar sometimes. Like, I don't know. I just know that they've had a lot of close games, and they're, I think, if I, if I remember correctly, they're 6-0 and oh in one-score games. Yeah, so, JT. Justin and I'm sorry, not six and zero, it's five and zero, whatever. Anyways, Patriots are the two seed. Patriots at eight and four. The Patriots have like that 
Bill Belichick Super Bowl formula going right now where they play awesome defense and they're boring as shit on offense, but they're efficient, so they win. Um, Titans are 8-4. That's not going to last. They're about to fall back. They are really well coached. I feel that. They are. They're they're just too hurt. They're really well coached, though, so they're still going to make the playoffs. You think Derrick Henry comes back? No. Um, Come back for the playoffs. Possibly. That's what they got. But, um... Anyways, I think they make the playoffs. I just think they're really, really injured right now, so it's probably going to fall back. Chiefs are starting to look a little bit better. Um, four of their final six are against division opponents, so that could flip because they're all within one game of each other. Oh. Um, so we could that could be kind of interesting. Um, they are playing some better defense. The Bengals, 7-4. and four. I'm excited. Like, the last two games, last, like, the, last, last the, last, the last two weeks, they've won by a combined 57 points. I mean, they are stunting. Yeah. And ask the Ravens how well it went for them when they played them. And, and I, was at, yeah. I was at my grandparents' house. When I was at my grandparents' nope. house, my grandfather was there. He literally is a Steelers fan. And I was just looking at him like, what are you going to do? He's like, man, I mean, I guess now I keep watching mixing, the game. Mixing that shit up. What? Oh, All right, God. after the Bengals, we got the Bills at 7-4. and four. Um, They have the Bills schedule. We're shitty. Now, hold on. What? What? We're shitty. I don't. We shouldn't be seven to four. We've been real shitty. Okay, so the Bills are seven and four. I'm getting <laughs> over here, Bills Mafia. I don't. I don't flinch, baby. Yeah, man. Anyways, through tables we go. So, all right, they got the Pats twice. You see my quarterback throw them interceptions. He's trying to throw. They got the. <laughs> they got the Pats twice, and they got the Bucks. I kind of feel like those are all. Pot, yeah, it could be three L's. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, they could. I, well, I think they probably split. Alive. I think they probably split with the Pats. I think they won. I want to. I was saying uh, split with y'all. And that, then yeah, if we split with y'all, we that, still win the division. Did the Bills remind anybody of Mike Tyson? Did I just blow everybody's mind right here? Yeah, no, no. I just, I'm just, I'm just. Do y'all get it or no? Explain. I need to be informed. Okay, when you think of Mike Tyson, you think of two different versions of Mike Tyson. You think of the '90s version of Mike Tyson, who's knocking everybody out, just dropping heads, right? But then you think of the end of his career, Mike Tyson. Where he's biting ears off, can't hang with Evander Holyfield, can't hang with Lennox Lewis, like and those brawling type of fights, he couldn't yeah, I hang. Think this list. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what the pretty much what the Bills have. <laughs> Whoa! But that's what you think of that. Think of this though: the Bills, the, either one or two things happen every single week with the Bills. They either drop forty or they drop nine. We're literally the most inconsistent team in NFL history. It's it's wild. And it's inconsistent. Yeah, that was a really oh, bad thing. Oh, what did I say? Yeah. No. You said inconsistent. That's yeah. not a word. That's oh, my bad. Lucky for him, we don't care about dictionaries on this show. Right. Um, and then we got the Chargers at 6-5. and five. I don't feel like we know who the Chargers are. They are 2-4 and four in their last six. Chargers 6-5. Now, here's where it gets interesting to me. The Colts and Browns are all a game back of the Chargers right there. Um, I think the Colts are a good football team. It's just they didn't know what they were doing this past weekend. Give me the Colts and seventh. I, I think, seventh and I think it depends, though. Like, the Chargers play the Bengals this weekend, but it's in Cincinnati at 1 o'clock. Like, the Bengals are probably going yeah, to roll them. And if the Colts win, now the Colts are in. So it's kind of interesting how that works. But we're going to get into the degenerate stuff here in a second, guys, because this is our degenerate hour. This is our fantasy hour. And this is where we get to talk about all those fun degenerate things. But as always, we are sponsored by, we are brought to you tonight by Salty Pecker Outfitters. Uh, Guys, it's the holiday season. So if you're looking for a custom knife, a custom wood board, you're looking for something to be redone, you need something refinished you've had passed down in the family for a while, 
Salty Pecker Outfitters. Hit them up on Facebook. They do excellent work for excellent gifts. And uh, tell them that you were sent by the Halftime Subs. Also, we want to give a shout-out to uh, Proper 12 Whiskey for a throw in the bottle and uh, letting us tip a few back tonight. The boys also got to drink some Terramana tonight due to that as well. So uh, shout-out shout to, shout to them for tonight as well. Um, and we do want it for the local people. Um, Mulberry Youth Football is making a return to the area and they're going to be the Mulberry Buccaneers. You're going to have youth football and youth cheerleading back in the Mulberry area, South Lakeland area. Um, so if you need any information on that, you can hit them up online. And I think they're looking at signups in January-ish uh, for the first spring season. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. All right. So Degenerate Hour, guys. Here we go. Fantasy, a little bit of sports betting. This is what we do. This will be your not-so-locks. Because, well, it's not a lock. Because we say it's not. Right. Unless I say it, then it's pretty much locked. All right, first... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> first game I want to go into is the Thursday night game. We are going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. They're favored by four and a half over the Saints. They're playing... Excuse me. They're playing in New Orleans. Dallas will have Amari back. They will have CD back. And McCarthy's going to be out. And I feel like that's an addition by subtraction because Mike McCarthy, we won't have his like traditional like bad you know game decision play. It'll be a lot smoother. It will be. I think Cowboys it will be actually. Um, Dallas is averaging three hundred three yards in the air, uh, so they they can toss it all over the lot with both receivers back, um, and the defense won't be able to stack the box against Zeke and Pollard. This one, I think, the Cowboys cover. I think this game actually probably Dallas pulls away kind of late. And the Saints have lost four straight. And they've gotten hammered in two of them by the Eagles and the Bills. So the Cowboys can score just as much at any point in time as anybody. And I think this game gets a little bit out of hand probably towards the end. I'm saying Dallas 35, Saints 21. That's what I was thinking around a 10-point game. Mm-hmm. Because that would be 14 yeah. points. Good math, though. <laughs> <laughs> so glad we. So glad you're here for that. He's been drinking, guys. I'm saying around 10 points. Like, they can <laughs> no. win by, like, 10 points or more. But, you know, like... But if you want to go there... Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Brett looked like, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, what you thinking, Curtis? Um, both teams played. On a Thursday again, back to back Thursdays. Uh, give me, give me Cowboys. I don't think I, they don't even know who's going to be quarterback. Yeah, like they they had. I think Taysom's supposed Taysom, to be healthy. Taysom I think. Hill was doing uh, reps with the first the the first stringer. So I don't know. I, just give me Dallas. Dallas on everything. All right, next game: Bucks at Falcons. Bucks are favored by ten and a half, which is a lot. Um, the Bucks absolutely throttled the Falcons the first go around. The Bucks are starting to find the rhythm on offense. You're starting to see playoff Lenny make his return. Um, the Bucks absolutely shut down that other running back in Indianapolis who tries to be like Leonard Fournette. Um, JT, some people know him by. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Justin Timberlake. Throwing hate. Uh, the Bucks do average 31 and a half points a game. The Falcons allow 27 and a half. Uh, this game's yes, that Falcons average giving up twenty seven and a half that's points a, a game. That's 
damn near four touchdowns. Yeah, they give up, they give up the booty. <laughs> See, now that math was really close. His math was in the area. You you were not. Oh, my God. Um, hey, that's how I literally learned Now, the math. Bucks do struggle against tight ends a little bit, so I would not be scared to start Kyle Pitts in this game. Outside of that, there's a uh, man, I don't know, maybe, maybe Cordell Patterson. I don't care. Listen, yeah, like, I said I'd that start last, Cordell, last week was, yeah, Cordell Patterson's back. They're going to win. Yeah. They're going against the Bucks, Bro, you don't even have Calvin Ridley, bro. Like, yeah. Hang it up. So I think that I think Pitts could probably have a decent game. Ridley could probably have a decent game. Ridley's However, I think I think the Bucks. I think I actually would take the over and – and I would give the ten and a half, and I think the Bucks win thirty-five twenty. Did really come back? No. Oh, then Ridley's not playing. Yeah, Ridley's not playing. Who said Ridley's playing? You, you said. Did. You just said Ridley. Oh, did I say Ridley? Yeah. Oh, I meant Cordell Patterson. I'm sorry. Yeah, Cordell Patterson. Oh no, I mean Pitts and Patterson. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ridley's. Yeah. No, he, Ridley's there, not back. If he no, he's not coming back this year. Yeah, if he was back, that wouldn't mean. It wouldn't mean too much for them, but I don't think he's coming. Back I'm this sorry. Year Anyways, anyways, taking the Bucks, giving the points, taking yeah. the Falcons, taking the points. Nah, give me, give me. I'll take the I'm points going. and Falcons. You think Bucks, Bucks wins, win, but not by ten and a half? But not by ten and a half. No, no, Bucks win by more than 10. And this will be a better week for Mike Evans, though. Because last week wasn't Mike Evans' week. Bro, last week, the way Carson Wentz thought he had that shit, no, bro. I think it's going to be a beat, You literally gave the ball back. You threw an interception. Winfield snatched that. And you literally gave the ball back to Brady with 10 minutes in the third quarter left. All right, next game. Chargers at the Bengals. Bengals favored by three. Now, with picking this game, keep this in mind. It is a cross-country trip for the Chargers, and it's a 1 o'clock game. So it's an early game for the Chargers. Technically, they're playing at, like, what, 10 o'clock their time, right? Something like that. So, very early game. And then, on top of that, the weather's going to be cold. It's going to be cold. So, I think Mixkin probably has a mixin has a big day again the charge the chargers allow 145 yards a game to to running backs that is a lot so i would definitely take a mixin they also give up 26 and a half points per game which is insane the Bengals can absolutely score just ask the ravens however i do think this game's gonna be a little bit lower scoring just because not so necessarily low but lower because the weather could be kind of crappy I think Bengals cover. Bengals 27-21. I'll take Bengals too. Yeah. Yeah, give me give me for the Bengals. After last week, they they showed uh Joe why is he always following have us? to Who's always following us? Oh, Curtis. I'm about to I'm about to explain why I'm picking the Bengals. He always trying to copy us. Cop- I don't want to copy you. Gosh. It's like a look, copy look machine. That shirt. He has a shirt that says Brady to the Bay. We I don't want to copy that. Brady. If he comes Look, and my cup's Brady Cup. Check that out. I support Tampa. You know, As Tampa we have no Tom. video going, so no one else can see that. Tampa, but I'm Tampa Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I can support Tampa Tom's real time. All right, you took too long. Ravens at the Steelers. Ravens are favored by three and a half. Uh, fun stat of the day, guys. You ready? Stat of the day. Fun stat. Lamar Jackson and Najee Harris are separated by one yard rushing. Lamar Jackson has 707 yards rushing. Najee has 708. <laughs> Isn't that That's wild? Ridiculous. That's not wild. <laughs> now, the flip side is Najee is running behind probably the worst offensive line in of football. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe, well, maybe not worse. The Jaguars are probably the worst. However, 
they're like right there behind them. Um, anyways, I saw that was a funny stat. Steelers lose, they're done. So this is like one of those must-win games for them. If they lose, they are out. The Ravens keep finding these weird ways to win. Lamar threw four picks last week. Is it a testament to how good the Ravens are because they were resilient, or is it a testament to how shitty the Browns are that they couldn't capitalize on those four interceptions? See, or is it a combination of the see, both? It's a combination of both. Because mm-hmm. if you just put it on the Browns, there's a lot more to explain for the Browns if you do it that way. So it's, the Ravens win, but I don't think they cover. How about that one? No, I don't think I think this game could be good. sloppy. Um, this is what's weird with this game. You could see this game being really sloppy and then really low scoring, but you could also see this game like exploding and something stupid happen. It depends on how, how the receivers on the Ravens do. Yeah, it's just it's weird to me. I think, however, it's going to be on the sloppier side. I think, what, we good? You all right? Yeah, we're fine. Right, I need friends. I don't think... I don't think the Ravens cover. I think the Ravens win, but they don't cover. I think they win on a late field goal because that's what just they're notorious for. Um, another sixty yard. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Their luck runs out. Steelers win. See, I don't think the Steelers win. I just think it's gonna be close. I'm I'm thinking Steelers like twenty. Win. I'm thinking twenty four to, you know, twenty one. Big Ben gonna have to prove something. They don't big. cover that half point type deal. Because I saw Big Ben throw a ball that he shouldn't have thrown, and it was a fucking big six. So. I've seen okay. Josh Allen throw a ball that no, he shouldn't no, no, throw. No, 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 That's true. That goes for everybody. But it just He's looked, literally it averaging just, an interception a game right now. But my see, man it, has reverted. Literally, when you seen <laughs> Big Ben throw, it was like, bro, you shouldn't have threw that ball at all. Like, you seen Josh he, Allen run. He shouldn't have run that ball like that. I know. He threw. Oh, my God. That, all right, we're not out of that game. We're going to get on to that later. <sighs> yeah, this will be fun, too. God. I can't wait. All right, the next game I want to talk about is the Cardinals at the Bears. Now, when you say that out loud, people are like, why do you want to talk about the Cardinals and Bears? This is why. The Cardinals aren't that healthy. They're favored by seven and a half. They're playing in Chicago. So a cross-country trip. It's going to be cold. They're playing the early game as well, so it's going to be 1 o'clock. So, again, for them, it's going to be some morning time. Yeah. So they're playing the early game. It's going to be cold as hell. They're going across the country. Like snow. Um... And the over-under is 46 points. I actually think I would take the under and the Bears to cover. This game has defense written all over it. Um, And I just, I don't know, man. I think it's like a 22-19 Cardinals, some weird score like that. Now, if Kyler ends up playing, I would adjust that a little bit, but I still don't think they cover. That cold weather, that windy city cold weather, early yeah. game cross country, that just does not have it's over. Playing? That doesn't, huh? Is Justin Fields playing? He wasn't on the injury report, so I'm assuming. Okay, so then Andy Dalton just was starting last. No, he did get hurt last week. Yeah. Okay, so then if he's not, yeah, hopefully, I don't, I don't know. know. DeAndre Hopkins is playing this game. That, yeah, he might that's not. My yeah. Thing. That's my thing. With yeah, but even so, I mean, do you really want to throw at the ball that much in that weather? Because they're supposed to be windy and cold as hell. That's the thing. See, that's that's what scares me about the Bills game. We're not we're, talking about the Bills we'll, game. We'll Jesus Christ. Because we're talking about weather. See, my thing with the Cardinals game is you got James Conner, which, yes, he not necessarily leads the league in touchdowns. But it's like, like right there, I think. Yeah, he's like right there. But it's just like, is he a premier running back to be running, you know, two and three hundred yards a game? That's, he's not going to do that. That's where this you, you got to give most give running backs don't run chase. for three hundred yards a game. You got to, yeah, you got to. 
Everybody's that's why I said premier Derek running Henry. back. That's that's literally Derek what I Henry. Said. Derek Henry and, and is the only person that does stuff like that. Yeah, everybody's not Derek. Jonathan Henry. Taylor did it. He ran for three hundred. Oh, he did that shit in one game. Well, Jonathan Taylor is legit. I'm not saying he he's is. not legit. Like, he, he's, legit. he's been legit. But Derrick Henry, play. healthy Derrick Henry, is still the best running back in the league. He's that's been, why you got a snap he's been now. Since they, movie, he was so. he was so premier. Anyways, I'm gonna take the Cardinals 22-19. I pick the under and I take the Bears to cover. Give me the over Bears cover. Over and Bears cover, okay. Alright. Um I'm gonna go Cardinals all the way. I just all honestly right. don't think Whew. the Bears are gonna do it. He doesn't understand. Alright guys, so this is something I've been looking forward to. <laughs> this is in what Bill's Bill's lore, and this is how you know they're a smaller team than the Patriots. They call this Patriot Week. I no, sent. It was just like I sent. Week. <laughs> I sent. I sent Curtis a video on it today. Actually, I don't even think if he saw it, he probably didn't even watch it. I sent him a video of uh, people getting like you know the military guy getting hyped up because it's Patriot Week. Oh. Now the Bills. All right, the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the like Buffalo Bills. Goddamn Bills. Yep. Right. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of do a little bit of. Uh, like a first take, if you will, or an undisputed. I'm going to have, you know, my Curtis A. Smith on one side. I'm going to have my Ty Bayless on the other. That actually works with my last name is Smith. I don't know, right? It's pretty lit. Anyways, and Look at your face. You Curtis that. is going to take Buffalo. And Ty is going to take the Patriots. But, so instead know, of trying to act like we're coming up with fake topics from the disagree on, we're just going to be honest with you. And I'm telling you, it's a topic from the disagree on. <laughs> they try to act like they just like manifest that. No, they practice that. <laughs> Here though, we're going to go ahead and just tell you the truth of what we're doing. I'm going to try these two to get heated. Now, it's the Patriots at the Bills. The Bills are favored minus three. Curtis, go first. Buffalo wins, and why? How do they win? Why do they win? Tell me what happens. Everybody on defense is healthy. That's um, not true. Y'all, the homeboy's out for the year already. I was going to say. What are you talking about? Your corner. Just got oh, fuck. Goddamn, Trey White. You were just I was crying busy. about this. I like, was. I was too busy thinking about uh, Tremaine Edmonds. How do oh, we know God. more about your own team? It's not. See, because I had to. Forget about it because my cousin fucking Scooter Adrian. Oh no, kept, he's, he's dodging the question. This is oh no, I'm about, to, I'm about to loop back to it. He was like, you know, what he said to me, he said, I picked him to be Stephen A. Smith perfectly. Like he yeah, doesn't, right, like see, he just mumbles on without about, any answer whatsoever. Blasphemy! Blasphemy! <laughs> Shut up. So, so my cousin Adrian is an Oklahoma fan. And I talked a lot of oh, shit. Listen to yep. the, the fucking... Oh, God, Tariq, you're going to piss me off. Anyways. This is the point of this. Here we go. Anyways. He was coming at me about how I was coming at him with Oklahoma. He was like, yeah, you can't be mad at a defense when they don't have a star. And I, I, I it didn't hit me. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you know, out for the year. I was like, wow, Trey White. Okay. So now... Back to this. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> I wish I could see this while he's jabbering on. We're playing rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I forgot, Trey. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Okay. Um, Buffalo wins. We'll win, How we'll do win. they win? Why we'll do they win? We'll win by single digits. Um, Trey White not being there defensively is really going to hurt us because 
he's like the best like one on one man on man uh DB right now. And honestly, our secondary isn't that good when it comes to him not being there. So we're gonna give him some fucking touchdowns, but. I think we win by single digits if we do. The weather is going to be 23 degrees, windy, and possible snow. Yeah, the fucking stadium's, like, buried in snow now. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw it this morning. So, I honestly, like I said, we just, honestly, if we could stop the run. All right, Ty, your turn. All right, I'm all right. up. It's my guy. Yes, Ty, all right. All right, all right, Skip Bayless. like, right. three weeks ago. All right. All right. Let's do this. All right, Ty. Same question, but for the Patriots, why do the Patriots win? So if I'm a better, why should I be a degenerate and pick the Patriots, take the points? Why? I'd take the points, first of all, because they're given to you. Mm-hmm. Why, why not? They are so-called the better team for this week, but why not take the points? Because we can win by short passes, obviously. It's going to be windy, yes. We are used to throwing short passes. We limit Mac Jones in the first place, so it doesn't even matter. Then Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson is back, so he can run the ball. All we need is he's averaging, what, four, maybe five yards a carry? That's all we need. We don't need much. We don't need much. Y'all run defense is trash. And then our defense handles the rest. We're already averaging two and a half sacks a game. One and a half interceptions a game. It speaks Bro, for right itself. There with y'all, when it comes to y'all are averaging one point three. We're we're top. We're, y'all are we're averaging one point three. three. Y'all are three. y'all are we're still number three. two behind us. We're top three. It's us, the Cowboys, and y'all. It doesn't okay, matter. Okay, who have y'all played though? Mm. And we can't. We you cannot say that because y'all literally ain't played nobody but the Chargers and the Titans in the last six games. Mm. Y'all got we freebies. Also played the Bucks. Y'all got mm. free- and. Mm. Nobody beat, has really put Bucks? up big, big numbers Did y'all beat the Bucks? Did you beat the Bucks? Have we got blown out Bucks? Have we got blown out Did you beat the Bucks? Have we got blown out Did you beat the It doesn't matter we if you froze get blown out. Did you beat the Bucks? In the stadium. We froze Brady in the stadium. Of that course, he came back to the crib. You're supposed to be froze at the crib. You, okay. go, back, you go back to somewhere. Gillette you Stadium home? is literally the hardest stadium to play in this year. They're playing in Buffalo? Right. I understand that. about Gillette So, after we beat y'all in y'all stadium, y'all have to come back to us. Oh, so that's double dub. It's gonna rain anyways. It always fucking rains in Gillette Stadium for no reason. And your quarterback's already fumbling the ball because he's doing too much. So you're agreeing that he's gonna fumble the ball. So no, there's my I'm point. Brent, he doing too their much. fans can't even keep up with them. We're gonna win the game. That's in the story. You can't. You can't. Mac Jones has to throw. Game. He has to throw that ball in that stadium. And if he doesn't, you gotta literally beat us with the run. If that just if our run defense is gonna fucking stop you, don't slip in the fucking snow. Right, it's okay. fucking like Kenneth Walker last week. Oh, piss me off. All right, slip out, slip out of bounds in the three yard line. How you do that? Fucking snow, guys. That was almost really good. Fucking <laughs> see, but we've had these talks for like years and years. And I like, gave you the opportunity to go at it right here. Cause we're gonna do this more. Like this is this is us. Like. We still have a whole nother game. Like, we've been doing this for, like, what is it, like, six, seven years now? Well, I hope on the next game y'all come with it better, because I'm going to make y'all do it again. We are repeat. Uh, I don't care. I had numbers. This is what the I'm thinking. Numbers. <laughs> this is how I feel this is going to go. I think that the Bills at home are really, really good. However, Josh Allen has completely reverted. And... He is a mixture of what we saw last year and a mixture of what we saw in early 2019. And I think that's a reality of what he is, though. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just a reality of what he is. Is he a better quarterback than Mac Jones? 
hell yeah. Way more talented. However, Mac Jones has more around him in this current moment, and the Patriots are playing way better than the Bills in this current moment. See? I I think that the Patriots win. Buffalo cannot run the football at all. They are beyond ass at running the football. exactly why we put Breeder in the last game. Right, and y'all are still going to be ass at running the football. And I think we need to go Zach Moss. The he's hurt, isn't he? He's not even playing. No, he he's good. We just haven't played Zach Moss. That's oh, he was a healthy scratch. Yeah. Oh, um. So, but we got. I think Patriots win. I think they're able to grind it out. Their short game is better. the The Bills rely too much on St- Stephon Diggs deep. These twenty twenty five yard guys. Like, but that is what y'all's offense is. It's just what it is. There's certain offenses got, that are grinded out, and there's certain offenses that have gotten the ball more. Yeah, but there's just certain Throw offenses. There's certain Fuck offenses. No. Do you see the ball? Right, but there's certain offenses that are big play offenses, and there's certain offenses that are just kind of grind you out offenses and boring. That's the Patriots. 70%. Y'all are big. That's y'all why, are. That's why Mac Jones is cool because he's traditional. <laughs> he's a traditional. Y'all are. Y'all are big play possibility could score forty. Patriots only scored forty like once a year. Right. It's just not what they do. No need to. Bounce. However, <laughs> that's that's my point to this. In that weather, in that game, there's no need to score forty. And we're gonna try to. And that's what's gonna. That's what. No, that's what I think is gonna frustrate us. We're gonna score fourteen gonna do, and be challenged. I think. I think it's gonna be. I think it's a very low scoring game. I'm thinking oh, like twenty to seventeen, the twenty twenty one. The stadium is built in like it's built into the ground. Like it's literally. The top, the the highest level to the stadium is like a second story building. Yeah, so, so I would take the, the wind, pa- if the it was me. Literally swirling in that stadium. If it's me, I'm taking the Patriots and the points. You never go against Belichick in a game like this. You know he's gonna have something. He will take away y'all's best oh, player. Hell yeah, like he, he does with everybody. He, he, he does with everybody. Him, he gave him way too much praise yesterday and, morning. Yeah, so like, whoa, 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 whoa. I am Josh did what? very confident the Patriots beat the Bills. And in fact, with this bad weather turning, this actually goes to my next question. There are certain teams that are built to be able to handle bad weather. I think the Patriots are on that team. Are on yeah, that they, side. they deal with that. They rain are. Shit. They deal with it. And it rains in Gillette Stadium every prime time game. The, that they Packer, the Packers are built for cold weather. Yeah, they. The 49ers, because they can run the football like they can, are built for cold weather. There are certain teams that I think are just going to be built for cold weather this year. Not Seattle. <laughs> and definitely not. But the Bills are not built for cold weather because they're too predicated on that deep ball. No, yeah. That is, and I, so they're I've not. And y'all can't run the football. I've seen that when we had uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. Yeah. That was so, that game killed us. Like, we could have had a chance when we could have came back. And it was just like, all right, let's do this now. Second quarter, let's do this. And then mm-hmm. we kept throwing the ball. And I was like, bro, if you keep throwing it, you're going to keep throwing picks. But is that, okay, but is that maybe by design because that's how conf- how how they have no confidence in their running game? I don't know. I, at this point. It has to be because it, there's no other why, reason. That's why I keep saying it has to be. But how much longer can we give Devin Singletary? Like, Dawson Knox is he gets praise from me. I will take back everything I've ever said because this year he, I like that dude. He he, he actually Knox. just he oh, just Knox yeah, he just broke the franchise record for tight ends for touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. Like he just broke the franchise record. So it's like, okay, Dawson Knox is is showing us that we never needed Zach Ertz. Like we didn't need to meet, you know, do those trades if we wanted to cuz we kept trying to trade for him. But then you got to look at Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Like how long can we wait for that? 
Like, we got to throw Matt Breida in there. He's been in the league longer than you guys. We shouldn't have to throw him in there. Like, it's, it's logic, but if it's going to fucking snow all day Monday night next week, you can hang it up. Like, I don't think we're, our run game is going to actually push us to win, but hopefully it does. We got to figure this out. Yeah, Pat's points under. Yeah. I'm going off. Bill's Mafia to the day I die, but. Yeah, know. I could tell by how you just sounded. Pat's Nation. Oh, oh, oh. God. Pat's but he doesn't Nation, see Mafia. you. He wasn't here talking about RAR. Like, Duval? Yeah, Duval. Duval. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got Nike even wanting to be a Jaguars fan now. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of the game I went to. I don't give a fuck what no one says. Didn't they beat the Bills that game? They did. They did. They did, 96. Like, the right. The, the, lo- <laughs> the lowest game ever. It was good. I liked it. It was fun as shit. Yeah, I was with Destroying. <laughs> Do what? I was with Yeah, man. All right, guys. So now I want to go into a couple fantasy <laughs> options for you this week. Uh, this will be all. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> this will be all for the main schedule. Um, so for all you guys that like playing on certain platforms, y'all know what the main is. That's the one o'clock and four o'clock games. If y'all are wondering, now you know. There's some definitions for you. Yeah, we're not going to tell you too much more. That's all. I am not allowed <laughs> to tell all, you too much. That's all we can tell you. I am not allowed to tell you too much more because we, we I am nothing. I am no, obligated. You don't even not, gotta tell, yeah, you don't even gotta tell them why. Anyways, so guys, some quarterbacks I would definitely be looking at is Brady, Stafford, and Lamar and Hurts. Brady going against the thirty first. Uh, the Falcons are the thirty first team against quarterbacks in the league. Um, again, where fantasy points are concerned, Stafford, uh, going against the Jaguars, they are overall the 24th fantasy points per game against Jalen is getting the, uh, Giants and no, I'm sorry. That was wrong. Jalen is, who are they playing? I just drew a blank. Anyways, um, they are 32nd, uh, against the fantasy points. I can't even, I just drew a blank right there off rip. Sorry. We've been drinking. Um, <laughs> You got it for me, Ty? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Thank you, thank I'm you, thank sorry, you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They're playing the Jets. Thank you. Uh, Hurts gets the Jets. They are 32nd in fantasy points per game allowed. Um, and then Lamar, uh, 24th first quarter, is going against the Steelers, and they are 24th versus quarterbacks. So those are, I think, your studs. <coughs> for some wild cards, Wentz. At Houston. Houston is 25th versus the pass, and they're 17th versus quarterbacks. So, could be some points there. How about Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> how about Tua? Tua versus the Giants. I'll take Tua. The you Giants are 18th against fantasy points per game against quarterbacks, so they can give, give it me, up. Give me Danny. Danny and, um, Danny yeah, whatever. Dude, that guy's garbage. Um, so I think those could be some wild cards for you to look into and cheaper options so you can stack your lineup with guys like Jonathan Taylor at running back, uh, who this week... Tua Waddle's a good um, stack, too. Could be for this week, yeah. So Jonathan Taylor is going up against the 27th fantasy points per game allowed team in the league. Um, I expect... Them to have a good game versus Houston. Not the Oilers, <laughs> the Texans. <laughs> um, Joe Mixon, that's another one. 30th fantasy points per game against for the Chargers. They will give up the ass to the running backs, so I would not be scared to start him. And playoff Lenny, the Tutty King, 
Leonard Fournette going against the Falcons. They are 28th in fantasy points against running backs, as well as 30th overall fantasy points against. So they give it up wild cards. I would take very, very, very heavy looks at, especially for cheaper options. Elijah Mitchell versus Seattle. Uh, Seattle's 31st against the running backs. And Miles Gaskins versus the Giants. Giants are 26th against running backs. So maybe not a cheaper option in a flex position if you're looking to save some money. Um, At wide receiver, this week there's some really, 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 really good matchups for some really big-time receivers. Um, In that 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock window, Cup, Jefferson, Godwin, Evans, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., Hunter Renfro, and Devonta Smith all have just wildly good matchups. Um, and don't leave out Van Jefferson just because everybody's been trying to double down on Cup, too. They are. And Van Jefferson is very, very talented. I'm, I'm a big Van Jefferson. And he's one guy. of your cheaper options as well. Keep their eyes he is. For that boy. Oh, damn. Hey, he scored last <laughs> week, finally. Oh, and after 400-something um, days. Now, see, they get the Jaguars, so Deshaun I expect Jackson that. Jackson as well. Mm-hmm. He came out of nowhere. Bro, he literally, like, the Raiders, I don't know what. Was well, Carr just slings it, man. He and does. especially if Waller ends up not playing, so you're looking at Renfro and Deshaun Jackson being the one and two option there. <laughs> Every so, time I think of Renfro, yeah, I think of like how much time he spent that your Great value cup. He really is. He is. He I mean, is. He's the he, short out not, routes, but see, and he's going to get the ball. But see, when you think about it, he was the same as Clemson. Like That's why I keep laughing because he spent so much time in Clemson. It's like, bro, like you're finally in the league. and you're. you're I explained this, this to someone. Cup is going to 10 yard you until he gets 100 yards every game. Bro, it's just it's it's that easy. And if you let him, if he breaks the tackle, he'll, he'll get some more yards. Like It's just that simple. It's pretty impressive. Um, but, yeah, there's a ton of receivers with really, really great matchups. So if I was looking at something along those lines, I would not be scared to do some some big stacks this weekend, whether it was like a, a Brady, Fournette, you know, Evans probably is how I would go that stack, um, or the Godwin route. Either way, doesn't matter. I know your fantasy team. I know. <laughs> Either way, I wouldn't be scared of that. I wouldn't be scared of Stafford, Cup. And then, really, if I went Stafford Cup, I'd probably go Stafford Cup and go Jefferson or Odell yeah. because the both of them are so cheap. I'd probably go ahead and get one of those so I could stack another big receiver like a Jefferson behind it. Um, so, anyways, I think those are just some of the some really good ideas to look at. Uh, I also would not be scared of Wentz and Pittman Jr. along with a Jonathan Taylor because you're going to save money on the Pittman and the Wentz pick, so you can afford a Jonathan Taylor in your lineup. Um, so I just think those are some really, really good options this week on some of those stacks. If you're looking for a really cheap option to where you can load out the rest of your roster, two of Miles Gaskins, um, and Jalen Waddle is a really, really good stack for this weekend just because of who they're going against and possibly, let me phrase this, possibly a good stack this week. Um, it's just going off of those numbers. It does make sense. Tua is starting to look more and more comfortable as much as the Miami fans don't like him. He's looking more and more comfortable. They need to give the kid time, and they need to put some more talent around him. Mm-hmm. That offensive line is garbage. Give that kid a shot. He's starting to look more accurate. I think last week he was like 27 to 31. And the kid is still I have a hot take. Games, here we go. I have a hot take. Here we go. He's been drinking, so here comes the hot take. Actually, no. I seen this <coughs> a couple weeks ago, and it was when... Um, 
What is the backup? Uh, anyways, Tua was in and he threw an interception. Gasicki, I don't think Gasicki's going to stay in Miami for too long. He's too upset with his quarterbacks. Okay. Like it like you have to you have to watch the game to see. Like they make decisions to where he's wide ass open and I've seen him be wide ass open and he's furious. And I'm like, bro, like you, you have to get back to the huddle. Like figure that out with your quarterback. And they literally like there's times where I see them like fall apart because of that. And I don't think he's just gonna say it. Like I feel like they're gonna literally throw two in this and he's gonna fuck up. Like and I don't want him to I like Tua. I like Tua. I, I, I think I think that if you put an offensive line in front of Tua he could be great. I, I don't know about great, but I think he can be really I mean, yeah, good. Be really like good. I think he'd be really good. But I think the AFC East wouldn't be just you know the Patriots or the Bills. My my here's how I look at that. If you put Mac Jones in his situation, Mac Jones is is just as is is fucked as Tua's been. Or you put look at Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. I mean, just getting fucking yeah, pummeled. Um, and Trevor Lawrence by far has the most talent out of all these kids. And yeah. he is just getting killed. I mean, he's getting the ball and only getting like 1.9 seconds to throw a ball right now, which is one of the lowest in the league. That is not a lot of time. In less than two seconds, you're having to get the ball in your hand and break down a defense and know where to go with the ball. That is wild. With a, with a line that can't block, that shit um, 1.3 seconds. Yeah, well, that's my point, though. I mean, he's, he, he's one of the, you know... As far as, you know, as much time as he gets to throw the ball, he's one of the lowest in the leagues. So, give Tua some, a little bit of help, just like any of these quarterbacks. Tom Brady, throughout his career, has had a great offensive line in front of him. He's had some... Oh, now, he hasn't always had the greatest weapons around him at all times, but he's always had a good offensive line to protect him to give him a chance to make the other people he's great. He's never had top-tier weapons. He's always um, had weapons that... That are outside of Randy Moss, outside of Moss, and then he comes. At, he, but he but he comes to Tampa. He comes to Tampa, and he's got top weapons everywhere. But perfect example: look at Stafford. Stafford, the first couple of games of the year, was getting protection. Stafford was going off. Mm-hmm. People kind of figured out what they were doing. Mm, yeah, so hot now. So just like Jalen, when Jalen's had time, and they actually implement a running game in Philadelphia, which I don't know if they've ever heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they look good. Jalen looks good because he didn't have nine guys in the box, you know, coming bringing heat at him. You, you actually got um, time. You could dump it off. Yes. To so give him a chance to throw the football. When he's had time to throw the football, Jalen looks really good. It's just a problem is he doesn't get much time. So some of these younger guys, whether it's a Hertz or a Tua, they're playing good for what they have. Mm-hmm. They're not coming into the league like Lamar Jackson coming on the Baltimore Ravens, who are ready to win now. Mac Jones coming to the Patriots, ready to win now. That's, Justin Herbert coming into the Chargers. The Chargers are built to win now. They just needed a young quarterback, right? Like there's, and there's that, a, that's the problem. So, and I think you're going to sit with the Steelers this next year. The Steelers are going to find somebody who's going to come in there. Whether whoever that quarterback is, it's going to be an upgrade over Roethlisberger. Yeah. And that roster isn't that bad. The defense gets hung out to dry all the time because they're turning the ball over a lot. Yeah, they have. The they have weapons. Much. Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, like those guys are really good. And that's why I, that's why I kept asking why the hell was like I watched I watched the game with uh, at my grandmother's house. I was with my grandfather, and it was just like it was like you see Big Ben with throw passes that you'll be like, all right, bro, like 
I've never seen you throw that pass. Why why would you throw that pass? Because he's having to force stuff now. He and he also has I think he has a twenty eighth ranked line line in the league right now, according does. to Pro Football Focus. And, yeah. And so I, they are terrible. And he for he forced the pass and it was just like like it was weird, bro. It was so weird because they had they had, had the team turnover. They went ahead and he gets first down, he throws right. the interception. And when he throws the interception, it's a pick six. So I'm like, bro, what was the point of that? Like, yeah. you should just ran the ball. Like, you just threw a pick six for nothing. He just threw it, and he just dropped his head. I was like, bro, you just threw a pick six. Now your team's back at this. Because he whipped his hair back and forth. Damn, Curtis. My bad. My arm put this. Yeah, Man, it was that. about knocked over the drink, <laughs> the computer, the everything. All right, guys, this is the end of the show. Thank you so much for hanging with us tonight uh, or during the day, for whichever you listen to, day, night, however y'all listen. Um, just know we appreciate y'all listening. If we babbled on a little bit, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't joking when I said that we had uh, the Terramana and the um, the proper 12 rolling in this one. Shout out to The Rock. Shout out to Conor McGregor. Yeah. Um, and then shout out for the bottle getting tossed our way. Um, so, <laughs> love that. So, guys, thank you so much. Uh, as always, we're going to try to get, keep getting better over and over and over again. Don't forget, you can hear us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts, as well as hit us up, hit that like, follow, subscribe, listen, play, all those little fun buttons you can press on all these little different things on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Halftime Subs. Guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a fun football weekend, championship weekend in college. And I want to say, really quick, go, go Bucks. Go Green. Go Cowboys. <laughs> Oh.